Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. I haven't done a My Fucking Feelings episode in a long time. And so on today's episode, I thought I would just talk. I would do a check-in. I hold space for many people to check in. And uh, today, I'm going to check in. <laughs> so just a, just a warning or um, not a warning. What's the word? Just uh, to let you know where this episode uh, is headed. I also love... Um, I also love going into things unscripted. Uh, I mean, of course, I always, I always have a, um, an intention and, um, I, I tell people I throw boomerangs and, you know, that, that eventually it will come back that I will have a point. Um, today I think I'm going to throw, um, a beach ball (laughs) instead of a boomerang because I don't know if I'm going to come back, uh, or where it's going to go. So I think the first thing is uh, I woke up this morning and uh, it was hard to wake up. I, uh, <laughs> I'm sleeping on my daughter's, they call it a trundle bed. We bought her a, 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 a bed because she's not a toddler anymore. And so we thought it was smart to buy a bed where uh, like this mattress pulls out from the bottom. And the point of that is, you know, if she has sleepovers one day, um, but right now she's uh, almost four and she's coming into our room every night. And uh, if you have kids, you know what I'm talking about. So we put her to bed, I don't know, around seven-ish. And then, you know, around midnight, she comes into our room and uh, she sleeps like uh, a mad person. She sleeps um, sideways. She sleeps like the arms of a clock, right? Like every few hours, her entire body rotates. And, uh, so she takes up, um, a, a circular space. Does that make sense? Like she, she wouldn't fit in a, in a sleeping bag because she's constantly turning like, like a clock. And so, uh, that's half of the bed and we have a king size bed, which means, um, me or my partner has to go, one of us. And so I, uh, when she comes in, I go into the, her room and I sleep on the trundle. It's just ironic that, uh, she comes into our room, sleeps on my side of the bed. And then I go into her baby room and sleep on the little trundle. And, um, I guess my point in saying this is I haven't been sleeping well. Um, this has been, this has been, a. um, a pattern of my life. I went through two years of insomnia many years ago. And since then, I just, uh, you know, the days of waking up with, uh, eight hours of uninterrupted sleep are completely gone. And I know that I'm 50, like that's never going to happen. It's okay. But, um, it's really hard for me to hit REM. So I woke up this morning, uh, just kind of like an exhaust pipe, you know, and I got to say sleep is everything. I mean, sleep, um, or lack of sleep can change, uh, the quality of your day. I I mean, I I would say, I think it's, I think it's the greatest, greatest, uh, component. I mean, I know that, uh, cognitive distortions and anxiety and swimming in thought, obviously that can hijack your day. But when you wake up already sleep deprived, it's really hard to kind of, um, 
get yourself, you know, up to a higher frequency. But I just, I woke up, it's uh, overcast today in Los Angeles, and um, I, I woke up gloomy. I woke up unmotivated. I woke up uh, not wanting to do things. And, you know, I just kind of felt burnt out and tired. I didn't want to talk into my phone or into a microphone. I just wanted to kind of hide out. So I took my daughter to, uh, to school, and I came back, and I was like, what am I going to do today? And uh, I don't feel like working out. I'm just wearing like a one-piece hoodie and sweats that match that are baggy. I have this uh, really bad dad joke. I call myself Kanye East when I'm wearing this outfit, and um, it's oversized. And um, no one thinks that's funny. No one thinks any of my jokes are funny. But uh, I was thinking, you know, is today a a self-care day? And it's not. And and maybe this is where I want to go with this episode is – I think we talk so much about self-care in that, uh, you know, rest days and, and, and taking some time for yourself. And, uh, and sure, I mean, of, of course, I think uh, generally speaking, we don't do that. So I think that is definitely prescribed and necessary. But on a day like today where, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know, I don't need to go um, sit in a sauna or take the day off. Um, I don't need to be unproductive. I don't, I'm not trying to run or hide or numb. Um, I'm unmotivated and I'm burnt out. I'm feeling old. I'm feeling really old. You know, uh, in the last, it's, it's strange because I've always, I've always, bra- and this is the way the universe works. It's like, John, you've been bragging uh, your entire life about uh, that Asian skin and looking 12 when you're 20 and 20, looking 20 when you're 30. Uh, well, now it's caught up with you. And now that you're 50, it's going to hit you. And I'm going to let you look 65 <laughs> in the last in the last six months. The amount of uh, wrinkles and bags under my eyes and the white in my hair has hit me where I look in the mirror and I'm like, holy shit, I look like Yoda. Hey, wanted to share with you something I'm super excited about. If you go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash premium, you not only get commercial-free episodes, but also something I'm introducing called series, rotating wellness topics, but not only lessons, but what do we do with this information? How do we thread this into our life so we could change our life? Go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash premium. Uh, I actually do look 50. Or or older, and uh, it's kind of depressing. It's like, um, and I'm not trying to make it about. I mean, I want to age gracefully, but shit, it's like it's like having um, a part of yourself that you've always liked. Like, let's say you genetically have a really nice butt, and uh, you're like, oh, you know, I've always liked this about myself, and it's something that I have. And um, one day you wake up, and it's gone. It, it, your ass is as flat as a table. It's like that kind of shock, and I'm experiencing that kind of shock lately um although i could move physically um my face <laughs> my fa- my face is is i don't know what to do 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 about my face my body's okay but my face has gone to shit oh so that's happening i think you know what it is i think um monotony you know um i have a pretty scheduled life these days um 
with a kid, uh, housework chores, dishes, laundry, um, then getting to the gym. I mean, my, my schedule's pretty packed. And then, you know, I'm always trying to catch up on um, podcast episodes and, uh, you know, social media and all the things that we have to do to uh, keep the engine moving, to keep your channel on and uh and and programming to be uh, consistent i i think i'm just burnt out in that uh doing the same thing you know and i think partly also because i'm an aries um i don't know if you believe in stars and and um i mean most people do astrology um it's kind of written in the stars for me where um I kind of go with things and I lose myself in things, uh, projects, relationships, whatever, food, uh, sex. And then I kind of get sick of things really fast too. And so I think part of this is the monotony of just my life. Uh, one of the things that um, happens when you are able to build a life where you're not in fight or flight or panic anymore is. Uh, it could get kind of boring. And th this is what happens in relationships when you're dating and you're used to chaos and, you know, what I call the sticky, uh, possibly trauma bonds and, you know, um, the roller coaster that produces a lot of chemicals, right? When you're used to that and then you find someone quote unquote healthy for you, it could feel strange. It could feel dangerous. It could feel dangerous because you have to now sh maybe show yourself. You know, um, it doesn't smell familiar. It's actually uncomfortable. What you're used to is people throwing chairs. And so people quickly label that as boring. Uh, they can check out. And I know there's a tipping point where you sit, if you sit in it long enough, where all the feelings come up and all the inner energies come up and you process that, that on the other side of that is, you know, new definitions of attraction, love what's healthy. Um, and then you convince your body and uh, you start to now believe that, oh, or, or actually your body starts to be repelled by what it used to be attracted to and now attracted to this, this new, which is healthy. And uh, I feel like I'm kind of going through that, but not with relationships, but with, uh, with my life and kind of career, you know, Oh, 15 plus years, um, just kind of with my head down, um, writing blogs and books and, you know, trying to build something community. And then, um, now at 50, I f just feel like what's next. And I think a part of this is, um, my, uh, uneasiness with monotony, right? And then the prescription then would be, well, then you have to sit in that. <laughs> like like sitting in a healthy relationship until that becomes the norm. Uh, and also maybe redefining monotony because monotony to me has a negative uh, tone to it. Uh, maybe I'm finally at a place where um, I feel stable and safe. And maybe there's a part of me that is scrambling because it's not used to stability and safety. I come from um, fight or flight. I come from, you know, parents who uh, grew up in poverty and war stricken where they're uh, permanently set on survival mode. Coming to America with very little money and two children 
and uh, just always worried about how much we sold and debt and, you know, all of that, all of just, you know, life stuff. And then I wonder if me now at 50, not that I'm, I'm not worried about that stuff. Of course I am. Um, I will always be worried about that stuff just because it's my wiring. Um, but me getting to a place, I think, where things are stable. There's nothing um, exciting looming. There's nothing uh, at stake. There is, you know, the sky is not falling. And uh, I'm feeling bored. I'm feeling, and, and, and I think it's translating into low motivation. It's translating into um, boredom and actual anxiety, like a different type of anxiety, like a low-grade anxiety, you know, not a, uh, a panic in anxiety. But um, I feel like I'm on the bleachers just kind of um, watching life. I feel like um, I'm kind of just going through the motions. But, but this is what's different because I've been here before where I felt like I was going through the motions, but it wasn't because of monotony. It was because I had no sense of purpose. And that's a different type of going through the motions because that's a, that's a, that's a saltwater fish in a um, fishbowl, in a freshwater environment where the scales were turning gray right that that's that's what i felt before this is very different i mean i definitely have a, i feel like i have a sense of purpose and um you have given me that by the way so thank you uh but just having um a practice and you know helping people with uh their quote unquote issues for the last 15 years has given me a sense of purpose so it's not it's not a purpose driven thing it's i think it's Sitting in discomfort and um, the discomfort not being my life, my life is actually more comfortable now than it's ever been. The discomfort is the feelings that come up because I'm in something that isn't chaotic, exciting, turbulent, you know, um, it's calm. And because these days are calm, uh, I'm panicking <laughs> and what panic looks like looks like to me in this case would be uh, low motivation, feeling burnt out, feeling bored, nothing to look forward to. You know, my life these days just feels like a Wednesday. And uh, I don't know. It's interesting. You know, I do think that we, as we meditate and sit with things um, that we do have the ability to kind of process things ourselves. I don't think we um, need a therapist or uh, someone else to always process things because if you are consciously practicing um, an inward life and you are seeking and you're curious, uh, things like this come up and you're actually able to connect dots. You know, uh, you just have to sit still. You just have to um, create distance, you know, and like I'm doing now, whether you're journaling or talking out loud, um, this is a form of processing. I mean, me verbally vomiting on you is a form of processing. Uh, this is why journaling is a form of processing as well. It's uh, putting your thoughts on paper. I'm putting my thoughts uh, out into the world on audio, but um, it's still. 
processing because you are um, being metacognitive. You are uh, uh, not only um, expressing your inner journey, but also kind of thinking about your thoughts, right? And then that's going to lead to some revelations and insight. And then from there, uh, you will have a to-do, you know. So kind of coming full circle for me, I feel like my to-do right now is to not get busy. My to-do right now, I was just reading, um, and I barely, I, I hardly read. I picked up a book. I picked up a book. Um, the last book I read was Super Fudge. My jokes are so bad. Um, Super Fudge is a fourth grade book by Judy Bloom. if you don't know. Uh, the Untethered Soul, because it sold like three million copies, I picked it up. Oh, I didn't pick it up. Uh, um, um, one of my retreat goers was kind enough to give it to me. And um, I uh, was reading a part in it about, you know, using the example of a smoker if you stop doing the thing that you want to stop doing, that there are inner energies that come up and layer after layer, if you sit with and through them, you will discover why you do what you do. In this case, smoke, right? And so for me, it's like if I, and this is, you know, going back to the action piece of this, um, if I sit in, so if, if my, if my quote-unquote smoking is to get busy um, or distract myself or you know, jump into other projects or whatever because that's what I'm used to, um, this would, the, to sit with this would be to not do that, right? To sit with this would be to continue to sit in the unfolding of my life, not chase after or get busy for the sake of being busy because that's exciting. And I'm bored right now, um, but instead, to sit in this murkiness and notice what comes up, um, layer after layer, uh, notice what comes up, the discomfort, the feelings. And then I think in that is uh, soil for, for growth revelations. So I know that's what I need to do, and that's what I'm going to try to do. Um, and you know what's interesting is I find that uh, the more that you can do stuff like this, which is really uncomfortable, what's on the other side of this is uh, um, I think you could then get into a state where you start to attract what you're – like, like I, I see it as a um, – and this is a choice in mindset, but I see it as a, uh, a, a preparation for, you know, because that's lined with hope, right, um, that I am supposed to be here. Nothing is supposed to happen. And by the way, uh, I didn't tell you this, but this is, I think part of why I feel this way is uh, it's coming off the heels of uh, some TV projects and some other things. Um, a lot of things that I was working on the last six months, um, bigger projects that all didn't happen, right? That they all didn't work out. And I think uh, the drop from that cliff um, hurt and lots of disappointment. Um, so I'm coming off the heels of that. So there's probably some of that residue as well. Um, but going into this kind of murky, still water, if you will, um, I know is what's prescribed. And I, I know that in there, there is a, a, a hero's journey for me in that um, 
slaying my slagin my slagins <laughs> slaying my dragons um and coming back to the village changed uh and what i mean by preparation is if you know what is prescribed for you then knowing that it's actually preparing you for something because to me that's exciting right um you can't move on to do the other thing that is bigger than you until you learn something in what's happening now. And uh, I, I really, I believe that. I believe that with uh, every fiber of my being because that's been the experience of my life. Um, you can't jump four steps until you, uh, you know, earn the weapons or whatever it takes for you to, when you get to where you're supposed to go. Because now if you think of it that way, um, what you're going through has meaning and you're here for a reason. And you're, even though it feels like nothing's happening, there are things happening that we cannot see. And uh, there is a preparation happening, right? And then behind that is hope and excitement. Anyway, thank you for listening. Um, oh, I wanted to mention a few things. As you, I don't know if you hear the hammers in the background. My neighbors are putting on a new roof. Uh, one, I am running a men's retreat. Last one, last, this is the last one before the year ends. And so, uh, in Idlewild, our retreat house, get out into nature. Um, I've learned that men, when you give them a safe space, uh, man, they open up so fast. And I think it's because they're so thirsty for it because, uh, in our society, there aren't a lot of spaces for men to, uh, be vulnerable and to share like I just did. <laughs> so I'm going to be running groups um, and we're going to be having uh, home cooked meals by a chef doing ice plunges. Um, this time I'm going to, I have access to this full gym. So I'm going to uh, probably uh, get a workout going on. And uh, I've got some different coaches. I've got uh, a lots of stuff happening. It's, uh, it's action packed and it's, uh, it's only three days. So it's, um, it's really quick, but uh, go to, uh, TATretreats.com and you can see all the info there uh, and hopefully I will see you in group in the woods thank you for listening be well